Welcome to Recreate Parenting, the podcast from licensed therapist and author Roya Dato. We're going to talk about creative tools for more connection so that you can release fear and find joy in all of the places your kids take you. This podcast is especially wonderful for those of you who feel like your families don't quite fit the mold. Every single adult I know is dealing with so much. I would start listing the things that are going on in the world as I record this, but frankly, this is a 10-minute podcast and my goal is not to depress you. But there are natural disasters, there are humanitarian disasters, there are political disasters, there are so many disasters happening. And it's really hard to be a conscientious adult in the world when you also have kids who need you to be playful with them. So that's one of the things that I get asked the most at conferences, at talks, on my webinars is, how do I play with my kids when it feels like the world is falling apart? It might not even be big global disaster stuff. Maybe it's, you know, personal, closer to home. Things are upsetting or distracting or exhausting, and your kids still need that part of you. So that's what I want to talk about today. How do you become or stay a playful parent when it feels like the world is falling apart? And just on a lighter note, I was thinking about the different examples and different games and things that you can play, uh, some more specific things. And one of my kids reminded me of one of their favorite Halloween games that I had totally forgotten about, and it was invented out of sheer exhaustion. It was maybe our first Halloween in the pandemic. We couldn't go trick-or-treating. All of our normal stuff wasn't happening. And so I compensated by buying 100 bajillion uh, glow sticks. At some point that night, though, I was exhausted and tired and sad because I also was missing all of our Halloween stuff. And we still had 100 bajillion glow sticks. And so I laid down on the couch, stuck my foot up and told the kids that we were now playing ring toss. And their goal was to try to get as many of those glow stick necklaces around my foot as possible. They talk about it as though it's the greatest game we ever invented. And for me, it felt like such a last ditch, desperate effort. So just a reminder that because you know that you're exhausted and things are falling apart does not necessarily mean your kids do. Sometimes that kind of necessity really can help you invent some of the memorable experiences that they'll remember in a positive way later. I think one of the hardest feelings is when things are going wrong, that we start to feel so helpless and hopeless, that it's easy to think that what we do in our small little lives doesn't really matter big picture, not compared to the scale of some of these disasters. If you're feeling this way, I really want you to stop and check yourself. Because if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that the qualities that we need for problem solving are things like creativity and curiosity and teamwork and conflict resolution and innovation and all of these really important skills to make sure we have fewer disasters in the future, the best place to hone those skills is through play. Your kids need to grow up also with an internal locus of control, feeling like they can impact things for the better, that they can affect change. And again, play is the most predictable vehicle for that sense of self. So it really is important, no matter what else is going on, that we keep valuing play and playfulness throughout all of those other things. That doesn't mean you have to slap a fake smile on your face and pretend to be cheerful when you're not. It's okay to be honest with your kids. It's okay to acknowledge the reality of what's going on. And it's okay to use play 
again, as that platform or as that vehicle to feel like things can be better, to make something better. I was a college teacher, a professor at Cal State Long Beach for over a decade. And probably the single most memorable class I ever taught was my 8 a.m. universality of play class that I taught the morning after the 2016 election. I was devastated. I thought maybe I need to cancel class. I didn't know how we were going to go on as a country. Um, It was a really, really important, big moment for me as a professional. And I remembered, I teach play and recreation. We are divided right now. My class is going to be divided right now. I need to show up tomorrow morning more than ever. And so I did. It was incredible. We played games and we played games that I programmed very purposefully for connection, for discourse, and for togetherness. We cried through a lot of it. I had many students crying. And it was, I, I can't, I don't even have words for it. I get goosebumps every time I think about it. But it was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. And we needed play in that moment. We weren't cheerful. We weren't giggling. It was serious work that we were doing. And it was still play. I ran into a student who was in that class just actually a few months ago, and they brought it up to me and said that it changed their entire outlook going forward. It led them to more optimism, to a sense of resiliency, and it helped put an edge, it curbed that sense of hopelessness. So don't forget that you get to use play too. It's not just about like pacifying your kids right now because they're clamoring for some attention and you're gonna ignore the important stuff to play with them. Play is the important stuff. Connecting to them and connecting yourself to play is the important stuff. So you can say something to them like, I got some really bad news today and I'm feeling kind of down about it and it would make me feel a lot better to hang out with you. Do you want to go play some Mario Kart? Or today I'm feeling scared and I could really use the comfort of being around people I love. Will you come play some Go Fish with me? It's really important to give names to the feelings that you have. That's really helpful for your kids. And then to also give them a tool, something to do with that feeling. So something like, hey, I'm feeling really angry today and I don't know what to do with that feeling. Do you want to come paint some angry monster faces with me? Or maybe we can go build something with Play-Doh or sand and smash it because that's how I'm feeling on the inside. If you're feeling out of control, there's a good chance that they're picking up on it or they're feeling out of control. And so letting them be the expert can give them the gift of having some semblance of control. So you might say something like, I'm just really sad and I don't know what to do. What kind of game do you like to play when you're sad? Let's go do that. Feeling out of control is going to be a really common feeling for this one. And there's nothing better than having controls actually in your hand. So you might say something to them like, I am feeling really out of control and helpless. So let's do something where the controls are in our hands. What video game do you want to play? Showing up for your kids even when things are really hard and then giving them the language and modeling a real tool for them to use in the future when things are hard for them is an incredible gift to give your kids. But it's also a really incredible gift to give yourself. Our brains can't stay in that sad, scary, griefy place for very long. We really do need some breaks in there. It's okay to play with your kids and get pleasure, contentment, and recreation out of that. 
It's okay to compartmentalize. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to find joy, even when things are big and dark and scary. What's the line from Star Wars? Resistance is built on hope. You have to actively build that in. You have to actively find places of hope. And that can come through play and come from connecting with your kids. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Recreate Parenting Podcast. As always, I want to invite you to set aside and honor some time for creativity every single week by joining the Play With Purpose monthly membership group. You can find information about that and everything else I've got to offer for you creative parents at royadato.com. That's R-O-Y-A-D-E-D-E-A-U-X.com.